Hello, and welcome to the Power of Authority podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Prince. Each week, you'll hear tips, stories, and inspiration from people who are leveraging the power of authority in their business, leadership, and life. It's time to get your story out of your head and onto paper so that you can grow your business, make a difference, and build your authority. After all, you can't spell authority without author. So let's get started. Hey guys, it's Michelle Prince with the Power of Authority podcast, and I am so excited about my guest today. He is my friend. He is successful in so many different ways, um, and we're going to have a great show. But let me tell you a little bit about my friend, Kevin Miller. With a lifetime devoted to personal development, self-employment, and elite athletics, Kevin's primary language and know-how is personal growth. As a son of best-selling author and business leader Dan Miller, he started his first business at age 15, became a professional cyclist at 20, and to date has started over only 15 businesses. Only. (laughs) Kevin recognizes every platform from business to sports as an opportunity to influence people's lives for the better. As an advocate of self-employment, Kevin founded Free Agent Academy, a membership community that provided guidance to over a thousand people desiring to pursue employment and personal growth. In 2012, Kevin began speaking for the Ziegler Corporation on self-employment, and shortly after Zig Ziegler passed away, Kevin joined Ziegler as a consultant to help steer the brand into a new era. Becoming host of The Ziggler Show became Kevin's primary role, and as of October 2019, he has had 150 of the world's top influencers on the show and realized over 40 million downloads. That's huge. Today, along with being a podcast host, Kevin is heavily invested in the health and wellness industry and co-founded a functional medicine clinic in Colorado. And from this effort to address the rise in chronic illness and disease crippling our culture, has launched a second podcast called The True Life Show. So I want to dive in right away. There's so much more about your bio, Kevin, that I I could read, but I, I know you and I've had an opportunity to get to know you over the years. So yeah. um, welcome. Thank you. I, it's, uh, I love seeing your show and your focus here. And yeah, we've done, this feels like, uh, uh, we do this a lot. Yeah. And, uh, it's, it's great to do it on your show though. Well, and I have to, I have to give props to you because really everything I know about podcasting, I have learned from you. And I know I've said that before, but that is the truth because you know, you hosting the Ziegler show podcast for how many years now? It's- I think it's close to five. Five no. years. Okay. No. And, and the show has just taken off. It is so successful. Uh, 40 million downloads, obviously. Um, but I've seen you behind the scenes and how you do it and, and how you ask questions. And I've had the, the honor and privilege of co-hosting with you a few times. And um, I am just so impressed by everything that you do. So, so thank you for teaching me uh, as I grow my podcast. And uh, my honor. Goodness, glad <laughs> to offer anything. I think I came into this thing. I felt like a hack for most of the time, but uh, become more of a student of podcasting in the in wow. recent years. And yeah, it's it's an amazing amazing platform. I know. I love it. I love it. I've only done a couple shows, but I love it so far. So you and I share the pas- a, a similar passion. Um, many of them, but the two that come to mind are personal development and Zig Ziglar. Um, obviously, we both have a, an, a love and admiration and a dedication to keeping the Ziegler brand and the Ziegler name alive. Um, but how did you, I know you met, uh, the, got invited with the Zigglers after Zig passed away, but how did you get involved with Ziegler? Was it something that because of your dad, you just grew up hearing his talks or reading his well, books? Well, my gosh, it's 
far as Zig, for sure, he feels like a primary mentor who I, I didn't meet till, you know, not too, not too many years ago. Yeah. And my dad grew up in a very isolated home life. Uh, his parents were born Amish, actually. And, wow. And so they were very, very isolated. And when he got to, you know, school and education and he went to college against his parents' wishes wow. and then kind of got exposed to this personal development thing and people like, you know, Carnegie and, and Ziegler just opened up a whole new world with them along with uh, pursuing psychology in school. And so I grew up hearing Brian Tracy and Zig yeah. Ziegler and uh, going to you know, classes and seminars, auditing them with my dad. I was an only child for a long period yeah. and I would get to go that. So the Ziegler voice was just common <laughs> and he cites that like so many people do, especially uh, not only in awakening him to his uh, possibility, but really bringing him through some tough times and helping him mm -hmm. get out of that. So I grew up on it and that led to, um, when I, you talked about in my bio, when I had an organization that helped people pursue self-employment, I got mm -hmm. the opportunity then through Tom Ziegler actually to mm -hmm. go down there. That's when I finally did meet Zig. I know you had a lot of time with Zig. Mm -hmm. I had one, uh, great, I guess maybe I guess it was two, two great two. days with him probably a year, year and a half before he passed away. Okay. And then it was after that talking with Tom and about what's going to happen with the brand yeah. now that the primary, you know, icon was gone mm -hmm. and that we really looked at what all's happened with Ziggler. I saw the show and I had yeah. been podcasting on a small level and uh, the show was getting a decent amount of downloads, even though <laughs> nothing had been posted for a year and a half. And, uh, so we picked it back up and, and it's such a privilege as you know, to, mm -hmm. to help continue that legacy. Nobody will ever replace a Zig, but uh, I do my best to bring the business focus and the family and the, the, the faith and the personal side of it in. And I, I love it. There's nothing that I care about talking about more. I know. And you know, I, what I love about that, your story, is we share s similar backgrounds with our parents. I was exposed to Zig because of my, my parents too. My mom got really involved and started reading and my dad and going to the seminars. And so when I was really young, I mean, they started playing the tapes and, <laughs> you know, and, yep. and then, uh, uh, you, I know you know the story of them forcing me to go to the Zig Ziglar conference when I was uh, 18 years old, but it was so life-changing for me. And, you know, thank God for your dad and thank God for my parents for exposing us to, to Zig at such early ages. You know, it's, it's yeah. certainly yeah, made a... I, I Oh, it's, and I love hearing the stories. I interviewed uh, Rick McDaniel. He's a, he's a, he's an author yesterday, mm -hmm. a great book. And he talked about his son, uh, was gosh i don't know i don't know if he gave the age but he took his son to a ziggler conference his son oh. heard about setting goals he set a goal yeah. to be a division one football player and uh that's what he became and wow. it's just those those kind of stories and it's it was really motivating to continue exposing my kids yep. uh, to such things i think most people don't get that opportunity. So God bless our parents. Yes, exactly. So you've had an opportunity to interview a lot of influencers. I mean, the best of the best in this industry. So not to put you on the spot, but, and I know you don't have a favorite per se, but what's, can you think of one interview or, or one guest that just stood out more than anyone else? One that you really cherish that interview more than the rest? There are, I mean, everybody has a great message yeah. and I enjoy, and I think I get a lot of kudos for the interviews, but I'm talking to people who are in my lane. You know, this yeah. is, these are topics 
that I've devoted my life to. Uh, so yeah, I've never, I've never had one where I thought I, I wouldn't have done the interview if I, I didn't already know they had good information. I mean, most of the people are authors, they have a book and I've been able to vet the message and that's why I brought them onto the show. But yeah, there's definitely ones that I do that stick with me. They resonate with me, something that I needed to hear. They're all confirming to things yeah. that I believe in wanna, and want to pursue, but ones that hit me. I'll tell you somebody I'm trying to, I'd be, I'd be, I would bet there may not be anybody I've talked about uh, continually on the show more than Shanti Feldhahn. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. In her book, uh, the 30 day kindness challenge, uh, the concept and some of it's because she gave me this concept on kindness, you know, the aspect Mm -hmm. of being kind. I mean, anybody hears that, of course, it's good to be kind. It's the right thing to do and it will help relationships better. But I usually, I I think we, but I did usually think, think of that in a reciprocal Mm -hmm. aspect. You're kind Mm -hmm. to others. It helps a relationship. They're kind back. And yeah. just her, from a researcher's standpoint, when I, I really appreciate that. I, and I am not a researcher. I love interviewing <laughs> the researchers who are just messengers saying, look, this is what we found. And she said, regardless of what it does for the health of the actual relationship, the psychological benefit to you of being kind is the biggest benefit. I, I love that because, awesome. and, and that, I guess she started an interest or an awakening in me of that thread of brain training, which is a big focal point of mine. That's what my wife does as a profession is cognitive uh, training. And it wasn't long after that, that a guy who um, Joshua Spodek, he's a professor at NYU, I think an Mm -hmm. astrophysicist. And he talked about a concept called Sidja. Uh, Let me see if I can get her self-imposed daily challenging healthy activities. And and it was (laughs) kind of going on the things that you, you don't have to do. You don't have to get up and do devotions in the morning. You don't have to work out. You don't have to do all these good habits. And if you don't, there's not some bad acute consequence, uh, doing them, however, and I looked at them and doing them, you know, exercising is good because it makes me healthier, but he, in the same frame of reference that Shanti talked about. He said, the biggest benefit is was it what it does in the programming of your brain to do those things you don't have to do, hmm. um, the, the strength and the fortitude. And so those are two people that aren't the biggest names out there. When I've you know interviewed people like Dave Ramsey and Seth Godin, and I'm about to have, um, uh, Marie uh, Forleo on oh, the wow. show mm-hmm. and these big names that have great stuff, but some of these folks, who you know did did the research and came out with things uh, stand out? Those are two people that I have referred to over and over and over and over again, and uh, probably need to have on the show again. Well, it's funny because I know a couple of times when you and I co-hosted the show, and we we always just did the Q and A show, so it was very, you know, we we just talked <laughs> basically. Yeah. But I I do remember you bringing up that book and Shanti several times, and because mm-hmm. it, it is so powerful and um yeah. and that's the beauty of you getting to interview all these people. So, and, and then delivering that content out to others. And and something you said is so perfect because, you know, this podcast is called the power of authority podcast. And it's, it's really, it's fascinating to me that having a book does open up all these doors. Um, I've seen it Mm -hmm. over and over and over again, but for you, you said that when you're interviewing or bringing on a guest, usually you read their books. How much does a book have influence on who gets on the show and who doesn't? Uh, about 99.9%. Wow. Uh, in, in truth, it's really hard to 
Well, a couple things. One, it's hard for me to vet if they don't have a book. They've got to have somewhere for me to vet what they're about. So right. I'm trying to think of somebody, you know, Pete Vargas, who's mm -hmm. a rock star. Uh, he, he owns the, the company Advance Your Reach. And he's I, I, the guy is has favor beyond anything I've, I've seen uh, recently. He's he's right now. He got hired by uh, actually in a partnership deal with uh, Tony Robbins because, you know, wow. you think Tony Robbins, that guy knows stages. They hired Pete in his organization. Wow. Uh, just, you know, just recently. Well, Pete doesn't have a book, but I had such strong testimony about him from people. And I was able to go to his website and he's got videos and, and he's mm -hmm. got, the, and actually he's a relative neighbor. He lives about 25 miles away. So we actually had dinner together or uh, lunch together and stuff and got to do that. But if they don't, it's hard for me to really, I've got to have some place. So if somebody has, let's say a YouTube channel and, and videos that I can go and, uh, and see their stuff, which I did with, um, gosh, or somebody else I did. It might've been Michael jr. Oh, sure. Does he have a book? I don't know I don't, if he I does. Know. I mean, he's doing so many other things, but I don't know if he has a book. I don't think he does, but I obviously yeah. I can go online and vet him for his, you know, his routines yeah. and he's got things there. Um, so the book is, is generally the best place for me to get their message. Obviously it gives somebody credibility mm -hmm. to, to see that they've got a topic to see how they, I mean, I get books, I average about a book a day that's sent to me and I, I look at them and. Uh, and I also, though, in having them on the show, if I'm going to share their message with the entire audience, the Ziegler Show audience, and give somebody, let, let somebody partake and engage in this message, yeah. if they grab onto it and go, my gosh, I want more of that, obviously the book is the easiest way for them to engage with yeah. that. I, if I have somebody on the show and go, well, I hope you enjoy the message. I got nothing for you. They don't have any place <laughs> to it. go. It's a little difficult. It really is. Which, as you and I talked about candidly, here I am with a, this big audience, and I don't have a website that I drive people to to offer them more about me or my core message. I don't have a book. Uh, it's kind of the most, I'm, I'm kind of the backwards math big audience and no specific platform. And as you know, uh, that is a primary focus uh, for me right now because it will. I don't know if I want to say it's hurting some of my business efforts, but it's a void. It's it's a it's an unnecessary. Uh, void. So I'm actually working with Pete on my you know, platform and, yes. and stage and whatnot. And uh, of course, people like you for the book. And uh, yeah, so the book is, well, it's, that's your message. And it's 100% true to me. It is the yeah. best business card and, and calling card that it exists. Well, and it's not that it's it's actually the book. It's really your your story, your message. It's mm -hmm. what you have, but it just makes it easier. Like you said, if somebody's on the show, man. yeah, exactly. And whether you have a book or a blog or a podcast or you know whatever your platform is, the key is is just how can you get that message out in in the biggest way. And you are you know you are a rock star with the show, and that you have this audience without the platform first and. For those who are listening, that's a lot harder to do <laughs> what you did than somebody who writes a book or does a podcast and then builds their platform. So um, I can't wait to see all the incredible things you're going to be doing because you have such a great story and a message and a heart to serve people. So, oh, thank you. yeah. Well, I want to talk about, so that's just one show, which is, uh, you know, amazing to me that you, you not only, you know, manage that huge, the Ziggler show is huge, but you also have another show. Talk about the True Life Show. Yeah, the true life show. So, you know, I have other business endeavors and <clears throat> health and wellness has always been a focus. I was, I was a pro athlete. I was a pro cyclist. And so just the athleticism was a big part 
but then I, it was really through my work again with this organization that I had helping people pursue self-employment. That was the focus. It was yeah. finding a business that fits them an idea and then, and then doing the work to bring that opportunity to fruition. And along the way, not to minimize the effort, but mm -hmm. it's possible to take somebody figure audit them, audit right. their experiences, their talents, gifts, skills, abilities, all that audit them, figure out an idea, find a place for it in the marketplace, brand it, position it, market it, yada, yada. Uh, so that can be done. There's, there's people that can do that. And so we would do that with people and then the time would go on and mm -hmm. the month goes past and six months goes past and you're like, Hey, what's, what's what are you doing? stopping you? <laughs> and over, uh, over and over, it started to be this consistent thing. We would hear, I just, I just can't get it out of my, so I don't have enough energy at the end of the day. I don't have even the weekend by the time that comes. I don't have it. And it dawned on me that even with myself and peer entrepreneurs that I know, their output was higher. Wow. It's just, just to be frank, their output was higher. And so their personal ability, energy, and uh, um, uh, yeah, ability just to get to put more output was higher than, than most people that I saw. And I, and that came to be part of our messaging. You're going to have to put more out unless you're going to yes. ditch your job and just try to start this business, which is generally a bad idea, right. you know, keep the Definitely main bad job idea. and <laughs> yeah, keep things going and do this on the side to do this on the side. You are going to need more out of yourself. And if you don't have the energy, well, let's look at that. And so health and wellness started to be uh, a part of that. My, one of my closest friends, a doctor, Randy James mm -hmm. and a medical doctor, but his specialty is functional medicine and the point of functional medicine, it's root cause medicine. It's saying, Hey, if you got high that. blood pressure medication, taking a medication for it is dealing with the symptom. Something's mm -hmm. causing high blood pressure. Let's go downstream or upstream either way, uh, upstream and figure out where that issue is. Mm -hmm. So the long story short, I ultimately ended up partnering with him, with him and his practice to turn it into a functional medicine practice, which to do functional medicine, it doesn't work within traditional insurance that pays okay. for a 10 minute visit. And so I joined him because I knew membership based businesses joined okay. him in that. But what dawned on me over time, then Michelle is I was doing like this and I'm, I'm doing the Ziegler show and talking to, you know, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of people on right. personal growth. He's on the other side of the wall. Cause we, uh, both, sh we share, a, share a, the a, office. An office building. Yeah. Yeah. And he's on the other side, really doing the same thing to one person. They may be mm -hmm. there because of an ache, a pain, a physical ailment, but ultimately he's saying, look, to get you better is going to take these good habits. Okay. And now he has to inspire them to do it. And even though they're sitting there paying a lot of money, a lot of them still don't. So he's trying to inspire their true performance. Oh. You know, there's the tagline yeah. <laughs> for Ziegler and we're doing the same thing. And I said, how can we get this to a bigger audience? So there's a bigger answer to that, but one of the pieces is the true life show where it is talking on health and wellness, but the focus is not to be another health and wellness and fitness show. There's lots of those out there. There's great ones, but to really just bring it into the business community and say, Hey folks, I mean, for your audience, Michelle, those of you who want to write a book, those of you who want to start a business, those of you who want to run a successful business, make more money, um, have more impact, whatever you are at the mercy of this physical body and mind, if it's compromised, so are your efforts. If you want more out of yourself, you're going to have to bolster this sucker that you're back to vehicle, like a book. Yeah. Um, the primary vehicle is us. And so that's the focus of the show is helping people. And if I had to differentiate just so what's different than any other health and wellness show that says eat more veggies and sleep right. more and whatever, 
is the concept of it. it is around the functional medicine premise, which is saying, look, if you're going to be well, it's kind of like a table. It has four legs. You've got to address the whole thing. You can't come in with one, you know, pill, supplement, right. oil, treatment, whatever, and fix that. And even in health and wellness, we have a lot of people who are trying to tout their one thing as mm -hmm. the thing. And it's impossible. It's a, yeah. a whole, a whole body. Uh, effort, I guess. Right. Holistic approach. I mean, you say like fully functioning in body and mind. I saw that on the website and I, I love that. Mm -hmm. But what I love is first I'm, I'm big on the functional medicine. I agree to get to the root of what's really the problem. Why take medicine if it's only going to mask whatever the issue is. Um, yeah. but like you said though, it's, it's the reason I think the show is, is different is we know what to do. I, I mean, really most people know to get more sleep. They, they know not to eat really bad or to drink too much. I mean, we, we know what to do, but we don't always do it. And it's very similar to personal development. I mean, remember what Zig would always say about um, personal development. It's a lot like showering or bathing. You don't just do it once and hope it sticks. You know, you have to do it every day. And that's the same with our health. And so sometimes we need to be re-reminded or re-inspired or, you know, re-energized. So I love this show. And because you all are, are there in Colorado, it's your ability to, you know, whatever you all are doing there in that that area, now you're able to bring it out to more people um, who may or yeah. may not live close enough to come into the practice. Yeah. And, and, you know, as you're talking there, I mean, the that functional medicine approach, it's very much, as you know, uh, what Zig talked about with the Ziegler Wheel of Life, the seven spokes. Yes. If you're going to have success in life, you want success in all these areas. You don't want a flat spot. And so, as you know, I talk about uh, with every guest I have on the show, uh, the Ziegler show, we do the habits show, which is going through what are their habits for success in those mm -hmm. seven areas. So if we go just to the health one, it's a similar thing within health. Um, there's four areas that we look at that have some sub areas, but four areas which you need to address if you're going to you know, have a table with four sturdy yeah. legs. So, again, yeah, very similar concept. Well, do you mind sharing what are those four, th <laughs> four areas? What should we be thinking sure. about? <laughs> yeah, ab absolutely. Uh, yeah, the, you know, it's, it's, it's so interesting. I'm so grateful. This show is really getting great reviews. Awesome. And I, I told you I've, I had a, I've got a, a, a keynote speaking uh, gig yes. that I'm doing. And they, and they asked me yesterday, I'd, unbeknownst to me, they're listening to the True Life Show. And they said, we want you to talk on that in one of the uh, plenary sessions and, and whatnot. And, um, so, yes. So functional medicine will talk about four areas and they talk about uh, nutrition, okay. <clears throat> exercise, sleep and mind body. Okay. Now here in the in, in, and I'm my studio is here in the practice uh, that I, I co-founded with with Randy, with Dr. James. And we really in talking about it, we can't we drill down on some subsections of those. So for nutrition, we talk about it as input. Um, so your input has to be good input, obviously what goes in your mouth, right. but also what goes in your eyes, very Ziggler esque what goes in your oh, ears, you know, you can right. change who you are and where you are by changing what goes, uh, into your mind. And so, uh, the areas of input, uh, okay. that so even like lotions and hair shampoos, all of that would be kind of, Little, yeah. Environmental. I mean, we're seeing that so Huge. often now with toxins and mm -hmm. mold is such a big thing oh that, uh, is, is, is harming people. So what are the areas of input? And from a nutritional standpoint, it's not only what you're eating, uh, actually Randy's line, and I think it's a functional medicine line, but that's, uh, he coined it, I think a little different is 
The question is, what are you putting into, what are you, what are you not putting into your body that it needs? And what are you putting into your body that it doesn't want? But you could say that visually too. There's good things to put into your eyesight yeah, and your vision. Exactly. There's bad things. There's good audio. There's yeah. bad audio. There's good nutrition, bad nutrition. There's good, you know, uh, external things and bad. So input, that's a big focus. And so on the Ziggler, I, I mean, on the, Ziggler, on the true life show, I think it starts with, I think episode one and two are kind of overviews of the whole concepts. And then episode three, we start with, okay, input. And I think episode like three, four, five, maybe six are on areas of input. Then we go to the next one, which is output. So instead of just saying exercise, we're saying that the things that you do for output Mm. movement, it's not just exercise, but movement. I mean, back, uh, you know, our grandparents or great grandparents, they didn't need to exercise. Their life was exercise. You know, you're going out and taking taking care of the cattle and you're hauling the, you know, some, uh, water up from the well mm-hmm. or from the stream and you're washing clothes by hands. I mean, the physical exertion <laughs> exercise, that's the dumbest thing ever. And it is, you know, so instead of that, because my life doesn't require that I have a home gym and I stand up in my rec room and lift inanimate objects that doesn't achieve anything. Uh, it's, it's goofy. And so we right. kind of hit a lot of the, And there's the flavor Aww. of the show. We look a lot of this and say, guys, this is, you know, some of this is goofy. I mean, nutritional supplements, Uh, We believe in them, but it's to supplement the diets that we can't get a perfect diet these days in America. And so we have to supplement. It's unfortunate. Same thing. We had to exercise. Unfortunately, Um, if you're Mm -hmm. a lumberjack, maybe you don't need to. You're probably getting plenty of exercise, but not many of us are. So, you know, aspects of output and even kind of a daily look at what you're doing, your output that harms you or, you know, the, the sedentary uh, aspect or if you're stressed mm-hmm. and, um, yeah, so output the third one, then where functional medicine would say sleep, we say recovery. Okay. Oh, Cause yeah, you know, like it's that. more than just yes. more than sleep. Um, I mean, sleep is, and, and even looking at sleep, we talk about that's such a hot topic these days, but mm-hmm. you know, to, even looking at quantity and you can increase your sleep and now you're getting eight hours of sleep, but if it's really bad sleep, right. shallow sleep, it's exactly. not, you know, this, your, yes. your husband's a sleep expert. Yeah. What, who am I talking to here? So uh, we look at that, but then also just the other aspects of recovery. Yeah. I think we've really gotten into looking at relief and that's not recovery, hmm. kicking your shoes off at the end of the day and watching a flick and eating a bag of chips. That's some relief. And there's a place yeah. for that sometimes, but that's not recovery. You don't get up from that and go, man, I feel great. after that. <laughs> exactly. Uh, or even on the weekends, you know, watching a bunch of football games or whatever like that. You or scrolling on your phone for hours on end. Think, exactly. What recharges you and, yeah. you know, looking at Sabbath and sabbatical mm-hmm. and the things that recharge you. So there you go. So recovery. So what, okay. what, what charges us up so that we can have the output we want? And then the last one where functional medicine talks about mind and body, mm-hmm. we actually and it, I actually struggle with the term a little bit, but I don't know of a better one. We talk about relationships. So it's the mind and body. That's the relationship between the body and the mind. But we talk about relationships, your relationship hmm. with yourself, yes. um, your self-image. Again, very yeah. Ziggler-esque, as you know. Your relationship even with your work and having purpose in it. And, of course, your relationships with others. But then the relationship hmm. between the body, the body and the mind and how they, you can be taking care of the body really well, but if you're in a stressful mindset in your life, you're going to harm your body. You know, you have the the Mm -hmm. physical manifestation of emotional pain is a very real 
terminology and vice versa. If your mind, man, you're taking, and that's where we find a lot of people these days, man, they're feeding their mind, they're getting good stuff, but they're letting their body go. And ultimately that will, will harm them. And now we have these terms that didn't even, ex you know, that I, I don't remember when I started hearing it, it wasn't that long ago, things like brain fog. Well, what is that? Oh, right. Never heard of that it growing up. Never heard of that. Yeah. It, you know, <laughs> but no now everybody has it. Everybody has has that in, in energy, man. It's such yes, a big energy. topic. I just don't have energy. Well, we're talking about a vehicle. If it was your car and you said, man, my mm -hmm. car just won't go above 10 miles an hour. You take it in the mechanic and figure out what the heck's wrong. Is the fuel bad? Is the, is the fuel line choked? Is the, you know, yada, yada, what's bad? And we don't as much these days. We talk about the ailments and go to the doctor and says, well, gosh, if you're feeling, you know, super stressed and anxiety, here's a drug that'll help you. Yes. Okay, okay, that's a symptom. What's down here at the bottom? There's something causing that. So there's a I love it. Well, and I, I love it. And I definitely encourage everyone to listen to the True Life show. And, you know, knowing you personally, too, and, and, and your heart behind it is, um, you know, it's changing people's lives. I have a question, though, um, as we're, you know, we, we've just uh, kind of entered the new year, new decade. What are you most excited about this year? Most excited about this year. I'm grateful that I have, um, of course, a handful of things that I'm mm -hmm. excited about this year. So I mean, right, right now, there is uh, with all the endeavors that I'm doing. Um, gosh, I mean, you know, I've got a big family, there's there's yeah. stuff that's happening there always. Uh, and there's some things that I want to, to take time for my family there, we're, we're planning vacations and things mm -hmm. like that. And uh, working on our kids education and uh, what we're, we, we homeschool some, we have other things that we're doing, but man, everybody's doing well there yeah. that, uh, I am, as we talked about, look, you know, back to platform, I'm eager to mm -hmm. dial in more and expand uh, the message, my core message, because it will help everything that we're doing, even some other business ventures. And we've got some, you know, investor things happening and it so much helps. Just like we talked about with yeah. the book, you want to know, okay, what are you about? Now, obviously doing the Ziegler show and personal development, I get a lot of traction uh, mm -hmm. from that, but I am eager to do, uh, yeah. to kind of hone in on that. And honestly, I feel like those are just the doors that uh, God's opening for me right yes. now. It's not doors I've asked for necessarily. It's and just so a, it's time, and and you have a great time. platform. Yes, exactly. And yeah. um, gosh, I, I time goes so fast, and I wish I could talk to you all day long. But um, thank you so much for being on the show. It means a lot. Uh, I consider you a friend, and I've I like you know learned so much from you. And um, I can't wait to see all the awesome things you're going to do and get that book done, Kevin. I know, I know, I know. I, I, there's always that. I need the accountability. Thank you for that. And I'm yes. stoked to see what you are doing. Your message, I am a believer in. Thank uh, you. So much of having the book. Yeah. And I'm a student of need, you know, the need. I, but I get it. I get it. Yeah. I mean, what you are doing with your business and with this podcast and trying to help people get their story out there. Yeah. I am. That is the business I have with the show is taking people who have then put that story out there and helping get it out to the people who it will benefit. So I'm, I am your fan. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
All right. Well, as we wrap up, if you are ready to share your story and realize the power of authority that's already within you, then I want to give you a copy of my my newest book, The Power of Authority, How to Get More Revenue, Respect, and Results by Authoring a Book. Just go to thepowerofauthority.com, grab your free copy, and we'll ship it out right away. Just pay shipping. But hey, thanks again. We'll see you all next time. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Power of Authority podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode and find me on social media and let me know what did you like best about this episode. And don't forget, share this with a friend. We'll see you soon.